When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Good afternoon and welcome everybody. This would be the Jeff Cameron Show right here on 93.3 Real Talk Radio. And Warchant TV, it is always a pleasure to be here. Glad you are as well. We appreciate it. What's up? Come on in. We got a fun show. And we got to raise some money. Let's do it. Let's uh, let's let's do some things here to help out those that are hungry. Uh, I shall explain here in a moment. Obviously, um, tomorrow is the Jeff Cameron Show Invitational, Jeff Cameron Show, War Chant Invitational, and uh, we'll be at Capital City Country Club golfing bright and early. And uh, thankfully, uh, this is, once again, um, packed to the gills with kind people who are wanting to help and and be a part of what we're doing uh, to help the second harvest. And uh, you know what? I want to say thank you right at the outset here of the of the show. Um and, and make sure that everybody understands that we do greatly, greatly appreciate you and uh, and all of you who are uh, there with us, but also those that can't be there that also want to help out. And, of course, that includes um, uh, not just our listeners, but so many people of this fine community and, of course, the title sponsors as well. So let's get that out there right now and thank our friends at Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, home to Tallahassee's Best Wings, Cold Beer, ton of TVs, good banquet for the tournament, too. We'll be there afterwards, rolling over there and uh, enjoying ourselves. And then there will be a little get-together, a 4 o'clock show, a little 4 o'clock Libations Friday headlines, seminal headlines show over there. That should be fun as well. We'll go live at 4 uh, tomorrow. want to thank the Battles in. And by the way, the Battle's End is uh, hosting an autograph signing and tailgate event right outside of Doe Campbell Stadium on Saturday. It does begin at 11 a.m., runs till just afternoon. And, of course, they're going to be out there really all day. Uh, but just the autograph signing stuff, it's 11 to noon. So check out the Battle's End tailgate. Get your autograph before you head out to see us in the pregame show at Hotel Indigo. Our pregame show will begin at 1 o'clock. Looking forward to that as well. Uh, obviously, any way you can help support football and, and golf athletes through NIL, head to battlesin.com. Uh, also, by the way, Terry's Pool Service. Our friends at Terry's Pool Service set up on hole number three at Capital City with refreshing cocktails and cocktails and swag, Tom. Yeah, buddy. That was a favorite last year. They had it in the old school cooler that you would get when you go play Little League, and it just spouted out 
goodness. And it was, uh, I think, bright blue. That's good stuff. Um, it'll be it, it, it'll be fun. There's plenty to be had, by the way. Uh, Zaxby's of Tallahassee, Danny and the crew at Tallahassee Zaxby's Sport have been Golden Chief boosters for nearly 20 years. You guys know that. Five locations, Zaxby's, all around town. Triangle Sales, awfully kind, donated the beer. Hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of free beers uh, for all of our participants. Uh, be careful. Enjoy them responsibly. On the course, give the Bud Light Seltzer Sangria a try on number 10, by the way. Metro Deli, thank you. Uh, serving our community 20 years in now, Metro Deli. How about that? 20 years. And they'll provide some bites on the course for players tomorrow. We have a hole-in-one sponsorship, too, my friends at Proctor. Proctor dealership doing the right thing, huh? It's a good car. That's actually a truck. Yeah, you could win a 2023 Honda Ridgeline. From Proctor Honda, if you jar one from 155, you could do it. 155 as it goes in hole-in-one contest. That's not bad. Is extremely reasonable. Buy up your mulligans. Take the extra cracks. Yeah, buy up the mulligans is right. Uh, it's the right thing to do. Uh, 155, depending on the win, you a little eight iron in your hand right there. Let's go. Cocktail stops along the way. Terry's smooth cocktail concoction that... We alluded to will be on number three. Hotel Indigo Sangria Cocktails on number 12. My friends at Gordo's. Love you, Gordo's. Of course. Smashes on hole number 18. And coolers stocked to the gills throughout the course. We're going to have two dedicated volunteer carts, employees of the Second Harvest, also distributing beer to all 21-plus players. Yeah. So it's going to be a good day. Um. Okay, so here's what we're doing today. This is, uh, again, we're raising money. Fighting food insecurity is the way to say it. Wow, somebody just donated big time. And you'll see the numbers. This goes directly to the Second Harvest, folks. We don't take a penny of this. And it Nothing. Does, doesn't It goes straight into their bank account. Straight into the Second Harvest fundraising arm. Right there. That's it. It's right there. So nothing going to us, nothing going to the radio station, nothing going to War Chant, nothing going to me, nothing going to Tom, nothing, nothing like straight to the Second Harvest. So... Please feel free. Take that staple out of that wallet and let's go. $530 already. We had an anonymous donation for $300. We will go through and thank everybody individually who has donated today. Thank yeah. you so much. Already, Kurt and Troy yeah. were two of the first, but so many more. We will get to all of you. We'll name each and every one of you, and uh, and we do appreciate you. Um, no, no commissions on donations. We get nothing, Scott. We don't want it. We get nothing. No commissions. Zero. Uh, every penny goes to the second harvest, just so you know. Uh, and again, I want to reiterate that because I, I get it. Sometimes people are like, oh, well, but you'll get something. You get this or you get, no, no, we, we didn't want anything and we don't get anything from this. The second harvest is who we want to have the money and that they're going to get the money, all of it. Uh, so please help out if you can. Tom, how can they, if they're, let's say, listening on the radio and they think, I want to help yep. out. Okay, so the easiest way is to go to either YouTube.com and, and search for The Jeff Cameron Show or Warchant TV. That's me. You will see the live show available there. You can also, if you just want a, a one-stop shop, go on Warchant's uh, Twitter, Warchant's Facebook. We've got links to the show. Once you arrive on the live show page, you'll see on the right there's the live chat. There's a function there with a heart icon. Or you scroll a little bit down, and you'll see the fundraiser. It looks exactly like you see on the screen right now, which is up to $570. Mm -hmm. There is a purple donate button right yeah, next to it. Just it, click it on that sucker. So simple. It is like anything else you do with Google. So if you spend any money on Google products of any kind, 
your card is right there. It's a couple of clicks, and you are going to change somebody's day. That's the powerful part here is you're going to make somebody's day fundamentally better because what's more fundamental than having food when you're hungry? You know, last year, was it last year where we raised money for the hurricane, uh, the, the, yes. the ravaged communities yes. uh, in South Florida? And uh, we did that. We were we were at Corner Pocket Bar and Grill, and we were live on the air. We did and this I, show, yeah. CP show. Yeah, yeah. we did mm-hmm. a bunch of shows, and it was so fun. I, I, I mean, but the problem is I'm on the air, and I'm trying not to cry. Because yep. people are so kind. It, I mean this sincerely. It was awesome. Like every now and then you'd go, oh, somebody just donated $2,000. Yeah. You know, it, it blew me away. Yeah. Uh, there were yeah. several. Yeah. I know that uh, on that day, as is often the case, Z-Chan was unbelievable. It got to well over $10,000. Yeah, no, and- it, it was unreal. I, I couldn't believe it. I, I, you know, it's, it's something. It's easy for us to do, guys. We're not, this isn't hard. We come in here, we're going to do the show anyhow. We record the show anyhow. All right. I mean, meaning we're live. It's being recorded on, you know. YouTube anyhow. So we're going to be here talking sports regardless. And we just thought, well, you know, while we're at it, let's have a day where, we're, where if people want to contribute. It's not, obviously, there's only, what, 24 teams. So you can only have so many people that, that are going to be there at the actual day of the event. And there's a lot of listeners. We have a ton of listeners all over the country. And so I thought, well, we'll, we'll do this. And Tom, you know, I talked about it last year. I thought, you know, maybe we would raise a couple grand. You know, maybe $2,000, you know. And, and anything helps. Anything helps. You donate $5, you donate $1. Donate $5,000. All of it is it's going to charity. It's a great thing. It's a good cause. Well, you know, and I, don't, I get it, people. You know, money's hard to come by. So I didn't. Anyhow, next thing I knew, we were over $10,000 because, once again, our listeners will pass. And that is, you know, I'm not unlike anybody else. We all have a hard time watching the news, have a hard time taking in what human beings are capable of when it's in the bad. And that is always omnipresent. We see it all the time. But then, like, something like this happens, and you're like, oh, no, it's not all bad. There's plenty of good in everybody. Let's go. And then you see it, and it happens, makes you smile. It's a cool thing. So, by the way, on the show today, and once again, feel free to contribute. Tell your friends. Maybe they want to help out Second Harvest. Deadline's 3 o'clock today. Yeah, we're done at 3 today. There's no, yeah, Yeah. this is it. This is today's Jeff Cameron show. Uh, Dimitri Emanuel. Is going to join us, and um, that will be fun because I already did the interview, and it is fun. <laughs> and he he's going to join us in, what about six minutes from right now, and then afterwards uh, next hour, in hour number two, Joshua Farmer is going to as well. So um, that is fun, and I did ask him about the teeth. You'll hear it in the second hours. In the second hour, you, we, we are going to. Uh, I did at the end of the interview. It made it a little awkward. I'm not gonna lie. I, I made probably made him uncomfortable. <laughs> I don't know how that wouldn't, you know, unless there's no. I, I, why would you be uncomfortable with somebody saying, "Man, you've got perfect <laughs> teeth. You've got perfect teeth." Well, if I'm him, I'm like, "Thanks, old guy. I see you practices every once in a while. Appreciate you." Okay, you see me practice all the time. <laughs> I don't know what the hell you're talking about. Oh no! Joshua. From Josh's perspective, yeah, he, see, he sees. He's he not looking me. over it. He notices me. Oh, I'm who I am, Tom. Now let's not pretend like we're just run of the mill media here. Now, combing the sidelines twenty plus years, they they know me. It's whispered about. He's been here for like two and a half. Yeah, well, it's passed on. The legendary conversations are passed on from those that came before. It's he's well aware. But I get your point. You better tighten up your performance when he's around you. <laughs> like. Jeff's watching the trenches today. He'll narc on you. He'll he, tell coach. He'll go live at 1 o'clock tomorrow and have some things 
say about you. We, we got to be careful. Let's let's ratchet it up. But yeah, no. It, 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 the last part of what you said is accurate. The awkward old guy asking about my teeth part of it. <laughs> Thanks, old man. Yeah, Appreciate yeah. you. I prefaced the question about the teeth with "I'm old." Oh, did you? Yeah. Oh, good. Yeah, trying to run from nothing. I'm like, hey, buddy, I'm asking you a teeth question, and I know that's weird. It's a very old thing of me to do, but I'm going to ask it. I was not present for the recording of that interview. No, you weren't. But the director is nodding because he was. Yeah. yeah. One to five awkward scale director? Six. Six. Wow. Oh, but I, it's all right. I embraced it. I went with the, I like awkward, just like I like when people tank and stand up. You got to own it. You got to wear it. You got to feel that that uncomfortable. Nobody enjoyed that more. Well, two guys. Yeah. Andy Kaufman. Well, yeah. And Norm McDonald. Well, Norm lived in that space. It's in, it's uncomfortable to live in that space unless it's what you're seeking. <laughs> and then you're like, I got him. No, but this is awesome. People are really, really, really unsettled right now, and I'm loving this. I'm just going to let, I'm going to live here a little bit longer. Anyhow. That is what you get, and uh, that will be in three minutes, Dimitri Manuel. We are off and running. Nearly $700 already raised for Kicks the second ass. harvest. Kicks ass. We'll talk about practice. We'll talk about uh, the spring game. We'll talk some Florida State football. Uh, we'll do all of that next with Dimitri Emanuel. It's the Jeff Cameron Show, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Passion, drive, and patience. The formula for winning championships is also what keeps your ride or die alive. eBay Motors has everything you need to maintain your vehicle and level it up to peak performance. Superchargers, roof racks, exhaust kits, LED headlights, and more. Whether you're into speed, power, or style, eBay Motors has you covered. With over 122 million parts for your number one ride or die, you'll always find exactly what you're looking for. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, your part is guaranteed to fit your ride every time time or your money back guaranteed because with ebay motors you're burning rubber not cash with all the parts you need at the prices you want it's easy to make your car the mvp and bring home huge wins keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com eligible items only exclusions apply welcome back jeff cameron show 93.3 real talk radio war chant tv you can see the man right there on the screen dimitri emmanuel joins us now and the news is good big man Yes, As you sir. found out that uh, the waiver has been granted, I got to ask you, did your confidence that you were going to get the waiver ever waver, or did you feel good about it? No, I felt good about it. You know, it's one of those things, you know, I just had to keep keep faith and uh, obviously keep praying, obviously talking to my family uh, on a daily basis. Uh, but I, I always had confidence in it, so I'm glad everything came through. It did, and I, I wonder a couple of things. Uh, first of all, you must love the heck out of football, buddy. Yes. Like, yeah. yes. That's no, a lot of football. Yeah, no, I do. I do love football. Uh, I just love being around the game and really just the whole the whole um, environment and, and everything that, you know, college football can bring you, teammates, coaches, and just connections. I, I love it all. So that's definitely something I wanted to keep keep doing. Yeah, and I get that, man. And, and I'm glad that you recognize it because uh, my playing days are long ago, and I miss it even to this day because when it's yes, gone, sir. it's gone, you know? Yeah, it's, it's, exactly. There's nothing I got like, like a little, I got like a little right? taste of that. I got like a little taste of that, um, obviously, after the season ended and just waiting. And so, uh, you know, I, I think even more of appreciation than I already had even before. So I think, it, you know, it all worked out for the best. Did it give you a different perspective? Um, because obviously being on the sideline every day of practice, I'm at all the practices. I've seen you yeah. out there. I know you're there. 
did it give you a different perspective watching either your segment group, the offensive line and Alex Atkins, mm-hmm. or just the team as a whole? Yeah, no, it, it definitely gave me a different perspective. Um, more like just overseeing, like overlooking everything and uh, just taking a step back and really, you know, uh, seeing uh, all the intricate keys that you obviously might not see when you're out there practicing. Um, just seeing things from a coaching uh, coach's view. And it also just gave me a chance to really sit back and understand the offense, really what we're trying to accomplish and, and um, you know, different things that Coach Novell and Coach Atkins are, are thinking. So it really helped me out uh, tremendously. Uh, so it, it definitely gave me a, a different perspective for sure. Yeah, I saw you helping the younger players quite a bit. And, yes, uh, and and that makes me wonder, do you want to coach when your playing days are done? I think I, I think I do. I want to be around the game. I, I love football um, and really just the development it can bring on and off the field, especially coming in as a young player because I'm a completely different person and player than I was when obviously when I first came. And so for me, just it was, I think it's important just trying to, try to teach those young guys uh, some of the lessons that I've already learned so they can learn them quicker and obviously develop. Uh, at a higher, a faster rate. Um, but I, I think, you know, I think coaching and stuff is definitely something I would be interested in doing. Uh, I just, I just want to be around the game. When you were considering where to transfer to from Charlotte and, and you were looking around, who else did you look at before Florida state or was it always just going to be Florida state? Cause your connection to coach Atkins. Yeah, no, I, I, I wouldn't say it was always necessarily Florida state. Um, Really, when I hit the transfer portal, I was more so just looking for an opportunity to push myself and uh, just a little bit different opportunity than I was in Charlotte. Like Charlotte, um, I had been there for a while. I had established myself. Uh, and I, I, I wouldn't say like I just felt like I had kind of almost reached my ceiling there. And so I really just wanted to ch- uh, look and, looking to challenge myself and push myself really, um, you know, uh, try and try and go somewhere else and make an impact there. And so uh, when I hit the transfer portal, as a bunch of schools that, that actually hit me up, it was kind of, um, you know, a little bit like surprising for me because I didn't, I didn't realize, you know, um, I, I, I just didn't really see it coming. But I think at the end of the day, uh, with my connection with Coach Atkins playing, uh, playing for him at Charlotte, as a coach that I trusted and I knew very well, and I, I know what he's about. And obviously, when I got a chance to come before the state and meet Coach Norvell. Uh, it was the same thing. So, you know, I, I think this was really just the best fit for me, and that's why I made the decision to come to Florida State. How has uh, Coach Atkins changed, if he has at all, since he yeah. coached you back at Charlotte? He's the most consistent uh, man I've been around in my life. He's the same same as he was in Charlotte. I think even he's uh, even now it's cool seeing it because I, I only had him for one season at Charlotte. Right. So that, now um, seeing him, his development in the young guys, uh, how much he pours into them, and really just because um, he never had like a recruiting class at Charlotte and, and obviously something like that. So, so just coming in and seeing that is, is really cool, trying to just seeing his transition uh, from where, you know, obviously where he's been. And, and, and obviously he, he's someone that, that strives to be the best every day. So he's, he's, he hasn't changed too much. He's still going to be hard on you. He's still going to love you uh, the same off the field. But uh, when, when, it's, when it's time to work, his business is business. And, you know, he, he doesn't, he doesn't uh, shy away from that. So. You know. He's he, Dimitri. He's he seems universally beloved. Like you know, I, I cover college football as well as Florida State. And mm-hmm. when you talk to people about assistant coaches and OCs and offensive line coaches, certain names get circulated quite a bit. His is always one of them. Like yeah. he's clearly going places. He's got opportunities in his future, probably to be a head coach. All of these things are true. What what specifically? You know, you like you said, you only had him one year. Did you know yeah. instantly this is different? Yes, I knew instantly. I knew instantly that he was different. 
because um, at that time I had two two O line coaches previously before that, and I've had a new O line coach every season. Uh, 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 my every season I was at Charlotte, so I had five actually six different O line coaches, and so. <laughs> Uh, when I had Coach Atkins, I, I knew I had something special. And uh, I remember when he, when he said he told, told us he was going to Florida State, like, I was actually kind of upset. Like, uh, But I was upset because I knew, uh, you know, how much he had impacted my game at that point. And, uh, but I was also very happy for him, too, because I knew he deserved it. Uh, and then, obviously, I had three more coaches after that. So then I kind of just seen, okay, you know, like, Coach Atkins is a real deal. That's someone that like, I needed to be around. Uh, and, you know, it's um, – he has. He's. He's. It's hard to describe. It's. It's. Um. He just. He's. He knows how to squeeze every ounce. Of, ounce out of each of his players. Um. With personal connection he has off the field, and what he's able to do, and and um. Just building all lines and, and keeping them, keeping them strong, and uh, building depth is is really incredible. It's really special. So I'm definitely blessed to have him. You've started 38 games in your career in total. It's a massive number, so football is not foreign to you. What was it like? I saw you on Tuesday out there in full gear, ready to go, day yeah. one. So nah, it was it was great. It was great. It was um, you know, it was just good to be back in the mix with uh, mix of the team, uh, not being on the sideline, standing in the jersey anymore. So just just being able to try and get some reps, try and get a little bit better as uh, as the spring ends, and so. I think it was important for me to just get out there and, and just, just jump back in the mix of things. So it was it was good, you know. Uh, you got you got to knock a little bit of rust off, but still, you know, uh, I I enjoy I enjoy every every part of that. As part of our show today, we're raising money for charity, and it's going to be cool. It's going to be a fun time. I'm talking to Joshua Farmer later on, and okay. I, I got to point this out, man. We we monitor for the website and for yeah. the radio show your battles in the trenches every day. Right. Yes, so, we, so we give the report every day. And my colleague, Tom Lang, he he's charted you guys and he's noticed that you two draw each other all the time. Like yes. there's no yeah. matchup that's more frequent than you versus him. Yeah. And I think it's 50 50. It's split. He beat you. You beat him. Yeah. Yeah. Talk to me about going up against him. And when you win that one on one battle, why do you win it? And when you lose it, why do you lose it? Yeah, so I, I got a, a tremendous amount of respect for Josh. Um, you know, I think you know he his his story is is definitely something that's special. And so when I first got here last summer, um, it was um, I had it was it was he was always like asking me about Charlotte and asking me about um, you know different different things that I've seen in my game and stuff. And so uh, you know, it's it's definitely it's definitely nice to go and get some practice because we we both give each other good work. Um, and that was a guy that I was um, just all last season. He was always going against pods, one on ones together. Because you know, like I said, he'll be me, and I'll be him, and we'll we'll talk about different things that he's seen, or like why you know uh, different things I might have did to mess up, like overset or something like that, something he's seen in my game. So I think just just through relationships on and off the field, we kind of built that connection, and um, we both want to get better. We both want to be really good, and so I think. That's kind of why we you know we kind of always want to go against each other or just try and work work with each other. Um, and what was the second part of that question? When he beats you, I think you oh, yeah. gave me the answer there. But when yeah, you yeah. beat him, why? When you beat him, what are you doing right? Uh, I know I know someone like him. He has a very very vicious strike. Like so, I need to make sure I get my hands inside and uh, <laughs> make sure I get my my two feet in the ground. Yeah. So it's, it's, that's that's definitely something that um you know that I 
do I try and focus on when I'm going against Josh? Like, I need to do those things or I'm not going to win the rep because he's very elite with his hands. Also, he's very twitch and high motor. So uh, in pass pro, I've got to make sure I'm taking a good set and staying square and getting ready for kind of move because he's, he's just as strong, just as athletic as, 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 as any of them. So, you know, it's, um, but it's, it's great battles. You know, I, I, I love it all. Like, uh, he's a great player and a great teammate too. So it's it's a ton of fun to cover, man. We love watching it, and and we sit up there at Dick Houser Stadium, looking down on the field and watching that. Yeah. Whenever whenever you guys get together, I'm like, oh, here we go, here we yeah. go. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, so. it's, it's definitely it's definitely a special. Cause I remember my first actually came, my first rep against Josh was in pods uh, during camp, and the first rep he actually he, he beat me up pretty bad. So I ain't gonna lie, like after that, like, I was, uh, no, I, I definitely needed to make sure I got mine back, and then. It just really just just kind of went from there. We just definitely just kept working on each other, like working. So it was it was good. It's been good. Hey, listen, I really really appreciate you hopping in here and uh, yes, have sir. a good time at the spring game and and best of luck to you and uh, year twenty four of playing college football. And, uh, <laughs> yes, and, uh, it'll be great, man. And I'm I'm rooting for you. So I'll talk to you real soon. Okay, man. Be good. Yes, sir. Appreciate y'all. Thank you. All right. Be good. That's Dimitri Emanuel, and he is uh, back playing football for Florida State. That's really good news. Uh, if he starts, fine. If he doesn't, that's fine, too, because he's going to contribute in some way, shape, or form, physically, also in the locker room. He's a smart kid, and obviously, I should say, he's a grown man, um, but but I call everybody a kid these days because I'm old. But, uh, you know, it's, it's, it's awesome to see that for a guy that loves football to be able to play football. And, you know, right at the outset when we started that interview, I thought about what he was saying because that is universally true. Any of you out there that played football, I don't care if it was peewee football, high school football, college football, pro football, when you walk away from football, you miss it the rest of your life. Um, it's unlike a lot of other sports. Now, the locker room is the locker room. The clubhouse is the clubhouse. Those are all, you know, that, that stuff is true. But, man, there's something about how hard football is, you know, uh, that, that you're doing that together, and then you share those moments in the locker room before you go out and beat the hell out of each other that you look back on, you know, it taught you a ton about physical toughness and mental toughness uh, and commitment uh, to yourself and to one another. So it's cool that a kid who gets it and loves it got another opportunity to play again this year. So I, I'm excited about that. I want to thank the Battle's End also um, uh, for your obviously everything they're doing for this golf tournament and the charity, the Second Harvest, but also helping us align some players uh, for today's show. So uh, thanks to them as well. Uh, the Jeff Cameron Show War Chant Invitational title sponsor is, in fact, the Battle's In, and we are benefiting the second harvest of the Big Ben. Uh, a lot of folks stepping up. They're one of them. Certainly, we want to thank them. Jeff Cameron Show 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. Show. Good to be with you. Thanks for being with us. Raising money for the second harvest. And you can contribute right now if you're watching the show on War Chant TV there on the YouTube feed. Click the donate button and help out if you can. We surely do appreciate it. We will acknowledge those uh, that do at the end of the show. And um, we're really, really, really appreciative. We're at $745 as we speak. So, All right. Yeah, keep it going, everybody. The goal for today, I believe, is uh, 2000 I think we can get there. 
I think we'll probably easily get there. Um, I don't know. I didn't know we had a goal. I didn't. I didn't tell anybody about the goal, Tom. I should have nailed it at the top of the intro there. Yeah, <laughs> let everybody know. Here's the goal, everybody. You know what I noticed yesterday? We uh, so and it, it happened again today, Tom. You can see it. Look at that. Look at that. Can you see that? That's good radio right there. No, do you see that? That is, that's that's gray. It's gone all gray. Gray beard, Cameron. If I grew a beard right now, and I could. I don't. I don't like them. I get itchy. I've had one a long time ago, and I went, eh. Anyhow, look at that. Can you see it? Look at it. It's white. It's all, look at it. It's nuts. White beard, Cameron. It's crazy. I didn't really, I mean, I knew I had some whiskers that were gray. I mean, I'm aware. I, I see myself, but I didn't know, like, this is just, you know, I didn't shave it, uh, last night like I normally do, and I didn't shave this morning like I normally do, so I didn't. If I miss the night, I shave in the shower in the morning, and I didn't. And then this is what, the, now I'm never going to miss a day of shaving ever again. I'm just pure white. So that spooks you a little bit? It's just a reminder that time flies. Yeah, I'll be yeah. dead soon. Oh. oh. <laughs> so I don't know. Yeah. Jeez. Have sympathy on me and donate. Donate now. Donate now so I can see it. I might not make shows in. Look at this gray beard. <laughs> Get your money in so I can know that we did some good before I passed out. <laughs> I like Dimitri Emanuel. Yeah, me too. I like that kid. I like what he brings to the team. I like that interview. I enjoyed it. He is fun. I think it's um, I think it's a good thing that uh, he got that extra eligibility. I said that at the end of the interview, partly because for him, you can tell he loves football, and I'm excited for him to get to play some more football. But for us, for the program, for the team, it, it, it continues to add uh, stability, and they have a lot of stability in there. I think that keeps the locker room in a good place. It's harder than ever to keep the rock locker room in a good place. I, I really believe it's going to be harder than ever with NIL. There, there'll be, I mean, money, we, we see how it, what it does, how it poisons the well, <laughs> and you watch family members fight over stuff like this, so it's going to happen in the locker room, man. It's, it's just you worry about it unless you have a really healthy culture, and they do. They're off to a good start. Uh, you can't guarantee that every time you bring in uh, mm -hmm. 25 dudes to a locker room every offseason. I know the cap's not there anymore, but that's you know the rough number, between 20 and 30 every year. You can try your best. You can vet them as much as possible as a high schooler or a transfer and see if they fit the overall culture. But I'm just glad that we're off to a good start, that you know the best way to have a good culture in two years is to have one now so that the standard is set and it's handed down from class to class. It's the best way to do it. It's just hard to start that thing. It's hard to get it started. And it took a while, but it was getting better every single camp. You could see that under Coach Norvell. The pandemic obviously did not allow for us to go to a lot of practices the first couple of no. years. Mm -mm. But when we started to get access back, and we had a couple before everything was shut down, you could see the progression camp by camp. There were fewer and fewer problems. NIL is going to create some for every program around the country, but then specifically to Dimitri's point and, and his personality, he is the type of player that they're littered with over there right now. Cerebral, thoughtful, ready to go to battle for his teammates, and that's a great thing. You remember the uh, defensive back room of a couple of years ago? You remember the, the rumors and the conversations as to how that looked and how that group was made up? 
Yeah. I and, mean, and that was in Coach Norvell's time. Yeah, they were. Yes, it was. Absolutely. It was, they were in dire straits. There was, uh, there was toxicity that was emitting from that room in particular, but it affected the team. And we talk about this turnaround a lot. It is a, a, a pretty normal kind of course of conversation among Seminole fans, but also those that cover Florida State, that this thing has been thoroughly turned, turned around. You know, that, that process, I guess, came to fruition after last season's uh, win total. People began to recognize what had happened. And, uh, you know, I, I love that. I, I love that it happened because you don't know when it's going to happen until it happens. But it's like you woke up one day after that 10-3 and three season and you went, man, there's a lot of good guys over there. There's a lot of talent over there. There's a lot of depth on the offensive and defensive line over there. There are a lot of expectations over there. You know, all of a sudden it happened. And when you're going through it, it's hard to see that. It's hard to know that the other side, it's, it's there. You're going to get to it. And then one day you're there. You've arrived on the shore. It's happened, you know, and – I just I like to remind the audience of that. I like to remind myself of that because we really, you know, we want everything and we want it right now. And it's hard to know that, you know, it's happening while it's happening. Like we say, it's like when you live with somebody and they begin to lose weight, you're not going to notice it as much because you see them every day. But that uncle they haven't seen in six months comes to walking in. They're like, geez, you've lost a lot of weight. Are you okay? Right. So I think it kind of happened that way for the for, for us here. We're covering the team every day, which is cool. And we do get to lend context and tell people who's playing well and who isn't and all that. But I think for the national media, I mean, there have been a lot of articles written about Florida State in this offseason already. And many of them incorporate this theme uh, in, in some element of that story. And it's because they were that uncle who hasn't seen us in six months. And then all of a sudden they, you know, oh, my goodness, you've lost a lot of weight. People last year were, oh, okay. You know, we kind of thought the Norvell hire was a good hire at the time, but just didn't seem to be going real well. And then it is. Now it's going very well. We were right. It was a good hire. That's kind of how they, you know, they take the credit for that. But they're they're not wrong. Yeah, there are two different types of teams that are easy to root for. One that's the plucky underdog that's not good enough. Yeah, and, and you're just rooting for them to overachieve. Right. The other one, this is harder, that's also good and we can win a lot of games. And right now, for this moment in his tenure, Coach Norvell has a team that is talented enough to win 11 out of the 12 games. Maybe, I mean, they could potentially, I suppose, win all their games this year. It's a, it's a little much, a little much, expectation-wise. But they're also guys you root for. It's hard. 2014 was a team that we enjoyed for their wins. Not the easiest to root for, especially in the first halves of those football games. <laughs> Where it didn't look like well, they, they just cared. went through the motions, yeah. But you could feel that, and you mm-hmm. could see that well, whether you you're in the stadium the field, yeah. or, or the TV. Of course, the scoreboard, you could see it. Yeah. But you're like, guys, again, how many times must the lesson be learned? I feel like that's something we said often that that year, which doesn't make them likable. We like the wins more. We'll put up with it. Yeah, they went undefeated. <laughs> Thirteen was a hell of a lot more likable yeah. than than fourteen. Four, yeah. I think this group might be the most likable team with good talent since 2013. 10-year anniversary. They're in the sweet spot. You got you to gotta draw attention to this moment and revel in it for as long as you can because it does not get easier from here. This is the sweet spot where you went from bad to good. Now you're trying to go from good to great, good to the very best. 
All right. A, it's harder to do. It's much easier. It's like we broke 100. You can break 100, go out there and play golf a little bit. You first play, you'll shoot a 140. Doesn't take long to break 100. Once you do, it all gets a lot harder from there because going from 100 to 90 is pretty damn hard. Going from 90 to 80 is really, really, really hard. And then obviously, if you want to shoot scratch, we're talking about hours and hours and hours every day to get to where you could be a scratch golfer. Well, Florida State's trying to be a scratch golfer, right? We're trying to get to that place. And it gets much harder, and it also isn't as fun because the the gains are very incremental. You can barely see them. And then from there, to sustain it is hard work. It's not pleasurable work, and it involves an awful lot of massaging egos and you know, it's hard to be honest with somebody when they're really, 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 really good, right? It's hard to it's hard for people to accept criticism, thoughtful criticism, right? They don't want to hear it because they're doing well. They don't want to hear anybody else tell them what they need to do. And we're in the sweet spot now where they recognize they got a lot of work to do. They have a lot of work to do to get to where they could be scratch for the analogy's sake. And yet they're good. So we're watching. It's like, you're good. You're good. You're fun to watch. And you're likable. And you're not that far away. But you know you still have a lot of work to do. Oh, yeah, yeah. Cool. Go do it. We are. Awesome. This is great. The, Once you get there, yeah. uh, there's a pushback. That's correct. Then 76 looks like ass. Yeah. Right. Yeah. All of a sudden, 11 and 1. You're like, what a kind of sorry oh, ass season was that? Rory missing the cut over here. Then it's style well, points. Easy side of the draw. Right. Then it's Then you get mad about style points. You win the game by three yeah. touchdowns. You were favored to win the game by five touchdowns. What are we doing over here? What kind of ass performance was that on Saturday against Virginia? 37 to 17. We should have won this game 63 to nothing. 2012, 2014, 2015, yeah. 2016. Right, right. Had all those. Absolutely. Those so, were better problems than the subsequent five years. Of course. But- of course. I'm just saying you've got to revel in this. You've got to wallow in this. You've got to. Wear it. Enjoy it. This is awesome. It gets harder from here, and it gets weirder from here. Your, your roster is now going to get rated. Okay, now you got good players. You have an excess amount of good players. In this world, that gets rated. Yeah, the outflow market. Yeah, it's the pigs get fat, hogs get slaughtered. Oh. So right. that's where we're at. Let's play, let's play audio of that right now. <laughs> so, I mean, that people will come for your players. We are nearly at nine hundred dollars, eight hundred and ninety dollars donated. Good job, guys! Very good job. If you'd like to donate and help fight a lack of food for many folks in this community, fighting food insecurity, as they say, uh, through the second harvest, one hundred percent of your donation here today goes to that cause. Not a penny to War Chant, not a penny to the radio station, not a penny to me or Tom or anybody else. Uh, it goes straight to the second harvest. So just so you know that. I'll continue to say it because I think it's it's something people want to know and have a right to know. So that's good. We're at 890. I bet yep. it's 900 by the time I go to break. When are you going to break? Right now. I bet it's 900. You're going to check it when we go to break. It's Jeff Cambridge, 93.3 Real Talk Radio, War Chant TV. <laughs> 
it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price, Priceline. Josh Farmer, next hour. Young defensive tackle has been putting in the work big time, uh, has gained a significant amount of weight since arriving in Tallahassee, has gotten considerably stronger. Told me that earlier today. You'll hear that more in the interview that runs next hour with Josh Farmer. He's part of that group that we should all be very excited about. We got an email from a listener, Tom, that uh, stated that a talk show, and I, I think it was, uh, what's his name, the uh, former Alabama quarterback, McElroy, yeah. was on SiriusXM or something. Greg McElroy. Yeah, Greg said uh, that the only thing holding, and in fairness to Greg McElroy, he's a big Norvell guy. He likes him a lot, and he thinks Florida State is you know clearly on the, on the rise. But I think he's ill-informed because he was asked by a caller, what is holding Florida State back from being a national title contender next year? His answer was a lack of defensive line depth. Oh no 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 no! That it, was the answer last year. Well, that that was, and it's certainly not the answer currently. Um, they've got horses in the interior of that defensive line. Now, if you wanted to get very specific and say, I don't think they're deep enough, a deep enough a defensive end. I mean, I'll let that slide comparatively, but. It, yeah, comparatively, I would say that's true. However, in the last two, three practices I've seen, there has been a, oh, all right, Gilbert, kind of moment. Yeah. Number 19, yeah. Gilbert Edmond. Yeah. Well, remember, that's the swap. I mean, if uh, McClendon ends up at South Carolina, and did he officially? I don't know. We don't know. That was that was the, what was rumored was that he was going to maybe end up at South Carolina, so we would have just uh, swapped defensive ends. And uh, I feel like they're different defensive ends despite being the same size and weight, like the exact same size and weight. Uh, one's a lot quicker than the other. Uh, now, I feel like McClendon may hold the edge better than Gilbert Edmond. I don't know. We'll see. I think Edmond can get to the edge quicker if you're looking at a perimeter play, though. You know, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. The pass rush thing I'm still waiting to see, but there have been multiple instances. This is where I go, oh, oh, I got you, where they're running kind of like a run game drill but he will beat the tackle to the mm -hmm. spot. Mm -hmm. He's very fast. And that doesn't happen a whole lot. Not goes, at that, he's, yeah. He's there waiting for the play to arrive. Okay, Gilbert, that's good. Now, we have seen different position groups, albeit, but we have seen some of the transfers get to their second camp or a little bit longer in the program, and then it clicks. Great example being Greedy Vance early on. I'm not so sure that he's going to make any rotation or a two-deep. Now, you know, yeah. nearly uh, seven, eight months later from – camp he's going to be in a rotation he's going to be on the field as one of your corners he just is and that I mean, even into september october last year like man yeah was that even see, was that even I a good take it. yeah i didn't like it for a long stretch there i think you're right but yeah i think uh i they're gonna be okay in the secondary 
I, I have my concerns because we're not watching somebody really emerge, but there are enough candidates that I think they're going to be pretty okay there. Plus, they're getting helped out by that better defensive line. But I wonder if they'll go into the portal. They may go one more time. We'll see how this all shakes out. Hey, uh, we're, we're getting requests for the donate button, Tom. I don't know. I'm not looking at the thing. but It might be a refresh the page, Troy. It means he's already donated. I, I guess that means that it just says thank you instead of donate again. Ah, uh, gotcha. The sentiment is unbelievable, Troy. We very much appreciate it. Yeah, we do. Absolutely. Um, but you guys who are looking to donate, you can. It, there's a donate button there, and we appreciate all that have. In fact, thank you, Kurt. Thank you, Troy. Zyler, Garrett, Tony, Noel, Dad, Adam, Jacob, Rebecca, Marcus, L. Mitchell, Gordon. We really, 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 really appreciate all of you. And there are a lot of anonymous donors as well. So we appreciate everybody that has. We're hoping to get this sucker over $2,000. We're close to 1000 now. So let's keep it going. Maybe during the break here, we'll uh, get some more donations. And next hour again, Josh Farmer, who, by the way, did hint to me, and you'll hear him say it in the interview, that he, um, he thinks he's pound for pound like the second strongest guy on the team. Would you have guessed that? I mean, I, I listen, uh, that he's he made, would say it or that he is. Well, no, it's, I'm not surprised he said it. He's very confident. Uh, but also, there's nothing wrong with that, man. That's hard work. If you put in that work and you are strong, legitimately strong, and you had to work hard at it, you can be proud. You can be proud of that. That's okay. I would mention it too because I asked him a leading question about being strong. And so if it gives you an opportunity to mention, yeah, man, I'm pretty strong. But he has put in the work, and it's awesome. I think he's up there. Um, I wouldn't have guessed it. There might be numbers, maybe when they did the squat day or whatever, that, you know, he was number two on the team. Yeah. Daryl, his uh, compatriot from high school, would certainly be one of the first. Everybody talks about Bryson Estes' strength in the gym. They say, yeah, he's extremely strong. Can't imagine Julian Armella's weak. Um, I can't imagine Jeremiah Byers is weak or Roddick. Oh, those mountainous men, are. it's hard to imagine them being. We have versus not weak. Fabo, Fisk, these are all... Strong guys. We kind of gloss over it because he wasn't able to participate in Steven the Dicks. Yeah, he's really strong. Yeah. At the weight room? Yeah. Get out of here. He's a workout warrior, that's for sure. Um, but yeah, man, I I mean we we kind of gloss over this defensive line group in terms of um Braden Fisk. We don't mention him a lot, but he's gonna be huge. Over one thousand dollars. Oh in wow. Donations. Thank wow. you. How about that? We'll we'll name who it was. But oh, thank that's you. That's fantastic. Thank you, thank you, thank you. Hour number two, fourth coming. Stay with.